camera action. It's Zach's Movie Show with your host, digital media icon, Zach Hilton. Your co-host, Ken Brooks, Mr. Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show after that beeping sound happened. I don't know if that's going to come into the show or not, but no, what it's... are you doing? What are you doing? I got a phone call. From who? It's Zach's Movie Show, not Zach's Taking Calls from MPS. I thought that maybe you could just, you know, take over for a hot second. <laughs> Welcome to Zach's Movie Show. I am the digital media icon, Zach Hilton. That's not on the show, Kid Brook. And this is Mr. Podcast, yep. a.k.a. Moaf, a.k.a. Hats, a.k.a. Anybody You Want to Get With, a.k.a. Big Dog. Welcome to the show, guys. It's good to be here. It is good it is. to be here. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's great. I didn't know that. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Kid Welcome, yeah, thanks. Kid Brooke. Mm-hmm. Um, so as uh, as you guys know, we have a big event coming up Friday, and that event is the Comedy Smackdown. Yes, at we, FM. Yes, it's on at Granby Street. On Granby Street, FM. Starts at 9. Doors open at 8. Make sure to get there early. Yep. It will be hosted by Tim... Louise. Louise. Big Fofo. That's what they say. It's going to be 12 comedians going in a tournament bracket style. Yo mama jokes, yo fat jokes, yo skinny jokes, yo ugly jokes, whatever you want to say. And there will be one winner. And by the end of the night, it is presented by the Secret League of Podcasters, yep. uh, Zach's Movie Show, your wrestling show. Yo, Matt and Nate have issues. Mr. Wonderful, wonderful Show. show. Uh, so a lot of cool things going on there. So make sure you come out there at 8 p.m. this Friday, FM. Grammy Street. Yeah. This it's, Sunday. It's, it's a small spot, so... Uh, it's small. Get there goddamn early. Get there early. early. Yeah. yeah, otherwise, can't promise anything. Yeah. Right. I mean, if it's about 100 people, but I'm just saying, you're going to yeah. want to know that. Yeah, but I mean, otherwise, you might be in the yeah. back. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's the, uh, you know, opposite side of the Norva from Monticello, mm-hmm. so convenient parking It'll be fun, at, though. at MacArthur Mall or maybe Freemason parking lot, I recommend. Yeah. It's going to be sexy. Yeah, um, or ride the tide maybe. Oh my God, you should ride the tide. Yeah. Tide's awesome. I it got to ride great. it once. I'm mm-hmm. gonna ride it again for. Yeah, we rode it to a, uh, a yeah. baseball game. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wouldn't do that it. Was any other way. Yeah. That was interesting. That stressed me out so much. We did, but we're pros now. We are yeah. because we went to Boston and we just ran that. Oh thing. yeah, that was. Yeah. That made the tide look the like the tea. The tea is quite nice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, also, this Sunday at Cinema yeah. Cafe. Zach's movie show will be hosting a little doohiggy called the 87th Annual Academy Awards. That's Cinema Cafe. Make sure you get there. What was it? Doors open at 7:30. Yes. Uh, you're gonna want to get there. Get seats. Get be ready because we're gonna play games. Yep. There's gonna be prizes, grand mm-hmm. prize. There's a $50 gift certificate to Cinema Cafe. Yeah. And just like last year, hopefully, there's people that have worked in the movies that give bags. Like mm-hmm. I have. There's this, a mystical, have- magical bag that comes every year from the Oscars, full of. I don't know. Wardrobe? Stuff it's a, from it's a, the Oscars. Like from movies that were in the, the you know, the, the nominations. Fifties, sixties. I don't know what's in it. We're going to get a candid interview with the winner because they're gonna. I'm going to force them. What's in a bag? You become Brad Pitt. It's from the yeah. swag bag. Yeah. It's the swag bags. Remember the swag bags. Um, yep. There's going to be posters. There's all kinds of products. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I think I'm going to dress up. You have to. Yeah. No, I mean like like seriously dress up. Like that's what you say, but you dress have. up like a character cuz there is going to be a costume contest. There is a costume contest. There is, contest. but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like Should I come as Martin Luther King? 
like that I'm walking down like the red carpet dress. Are you? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dressing up. Me and him dressed up last year. You did. You did. I dressed down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? Turned down for what? (laughs) That's a different podcast. That's a different (laughs) podcast. Turned down for what? Oh, God. (laughs) We got to talk about that. Do we? Well, I guess not. Well, why not? Movie stars were in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Sunday. The Academy Awards hosted by us at Cinema Cafe Pembroke. Yep. Also Friday, the slop comedy smackdown. At FM. At FM. Yep. Remember, keep sending your reviews and questions to Zach's mm-hmm. Movie Show at gmail.com. You can call us at 757-943-99. Two five. Also, we have a Facebook. You know, I'm starting to do this thing. Facebook.com slash Zach's Movie Movie Show. Show. Yeah. Z A K S. Yeah. Now, I've been making these uh, posts where it's like, hey, leave your review. Hey, leave your questions. And now you scumbags are uh, doing it when we're recording. So do it. Stop being dumbs. Um, We get a lot of response also when you, like, uh, we had a question to. Was yeah. it today about the snow? Yeah, that was, me. Snow? that was we'll, me. Uh, maybe we'll just start reading some of that to encourage. Yeah. That's what we'll do. You know what? I like that. You know what? Yeah. Let's start off with that. Thanks for stealing what I was going to say. Sorry, I'm just making segues here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm making segues out of nothing, baby. So, uh, Brooke, can you go to uh, Zach's movie show page? Sure. And uh, earlier today, we did a post, what's your favorite movie with snow? Yep. And I say, we say, or I say... We name our winner. Who has the best movie? Sure. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. Know. Are you good? Yeah, I feel like somebody posted before this, and I don't know. Is it Was there a post before this one? What do you mean? No. No, that was well, the first one? Yeah, that's the first one. Okay. Um, okay, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Scarface. I like that one just because it's a cocaine reference. Yeah, both kinds of snow. Yeah. I like it. Nice. Jack Frost. No. Makes sense. Mighty Ducks. Yep. That's a good one. The Gray. Yes. Yeah. Frozen. That's a thing. That's getting my vote. Mm-hmm. The Shining. The Shining. Good. Snowpiercer. Great yes. movie. Um, The Nickelodeon movie Snow Day. Because yep. it has yeah. all the great actors from the 90s Nick show. Yep, yep. Wow. I think that's it, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Snowpiercer. I thought I said that. You did. She did, did you? That yeah. was she weird. Did. That was weird. Okay. Yeah. I didn't hear it. Okay. Uh-huh. So those are all the ones. What is your favorite? Of that list, probably my favorite, Snowpiercer. Okay. I can get behind that. Yeah. Mine, because you know I am a horror guy. You are. The Shining. Good movie. Jack Nicholson. Good movie. That's a real good one. Okay, I get it, Frozen. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Although it could have been. I, I'm not going to lie. If yeah. Frozen wasn't up there... I probably would have said Mighty Ducks. Oh. That was a good call, too. Mm. I like it. And excuse us if it sounds like I'm eating. I made a wicked batch of popcorn. Because we're a movie show. We are a movie show. Yeah. And, like, when I say I made a great batch of popcorn, it tastes like Cinemark popcorn. Yeah. Like it does. It, oh, my God. It's air-popped. I got the right butter for it. Yep. Salt. Jesus. I don't even have to move, leave the house anymore. Nope. But we're going to because... We gotta go to the theaters and bring you great, great movie reviews. Okay, that's just being rude. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do? Movie news. What? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. 
And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, let's kick this bad Mamma Jamie off. I, Robert Downey Jr. has just uh, done some interview questions about his role in Caps 3. Uh, one of the questions was, do you feel that you're the bad guy in the movie? Oh. And he was like, no, I'm not really a bad guy. And I mean, this isn't Iron Man for the Civil War. Right. And he it's said, not this is, versus... My character has a very specific role in the movie, but, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm a bad guy. And in my mind, the bad guy would say that. So should we still get a villain in that movie then? Um, Yeah, I think we should get a villain. I think yeah. I still say we get a, you know... A cause that Captain America is going after, but during right. all this, I think Tony Stark is going to try to keep him on some leashes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. You know. But um, it sounds fun. It seems mm. good. Sounds weird. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to this still, yeah. even though Avengers is in the way. But yeah. Um, let's get that Avengers movie because I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I need that. Um, I need that in my life. The, wouldn't it be crazy what? if they? Br- they reintroduce Coulson. Hey, he's still alive because of crazy stuff from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., whatever. Right, 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 right. And then, hey, we need something to unify him. Coulson's like, all right. <laughs> takes takes the guy. Takes it for the team. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> That'd be funny. All right, next up on the list. Um, for the past couple of years, this movie's had um, some rumors going around yeah. about it. But, um, Ups it and is, downs, yeah. It's confirmed now Friday the 13th will not be a found footage film. Oh, that movie. That's right. Interesting. Next year, uh, I believe it, yeah, next so year. So is this going to be um, May? The third one? Because we did third. Well, we, uh, Friday the 13th. We had that reboot, right? I don't know. You know. No, 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 no. The reboot, the reboot is it's just, just a separate. Itself. This okay. is technically going to be a reboot. Oh. Uh-huh. I know, your mind's lost. And I, I'm okay. really lost, so just, you know what, tell me the, what the news story is. I'll tell you, right now, right now, so far, they're saying that yeah. it's not found footage. Right, that's good. And, from what the sources are telling mm-hmm. me, because I know people, not really, yeah. but I'll act like it. Right. You do. Um, I know a guy that knows a guy that I knows know, a guy. Thank you. Um, this is going to be a sequel from the 80s films, and, and speculation is saying that it will be an 80s film based oh, in the 80s. 80s. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. I'm yeah. kind of into this. Yeah, yeah. I'm be sorry, fun. what was that? Huh? What was that? I'm kind of into this. Oh, okay. I uh, wasn't sure if I heard you correctly with, you know, all the yeah. launching. Well, I'm right. sorry. Let me fix it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That, that feels all kind of good. So, that's the rumor. And even if it's not, even if it's based in today, I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I love the Friday the 13th. Now, it's as a pretty good series. It's a, you know, it's fun. It's just straight up slasher fun. I feel yeah. like that's the universal for everybody to the, enjoy the slasher horror yeah. films. And it's a simple enough premise to, you know, like. Yeah. Going to sleep, it's in your dreams, and then like it gets enough power, and then you can do real. That's stuff. Nightmare on Elm Street, bro. It is. It is. <laughs> We're talking uh, Jason. Oh my! Right? But that's also a good premise too, though. You made him lose his shit. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's okay because not a horror guy. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
did that, 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 that just prove it right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this, this is Jason. Jason Voorhees, Jason X. Yeah. You know, what yeah, yeah, yeah. So would that mean is it kind mask, of a sequel almost Hockey to Jason mask. X? Maybe. We yeah. don't know. God damn, I love you. <laughs> I was like, no, it's totally, it's Robert Englund, not the other guys. Jason, <laughs> it's Robert Englund. Oh, my goodness. Nope, I guess it was wrong. It was okay. 50-50. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy has gone on record saying that the Beverly Hills Cop 4 script needs to be right before they start filming oh. it. Because so there's been rumors saying that they were going to start filming it in March. He doesn't feel it's going to be ready by the time March comes around. I think I think they'll get it straight and probably by August. So there's a script filming. already kind of... Who's writing it? Yeah. Actually, at one the point... The original guy? At one point, Quentin Tarantino was... Really? Yeah, but I think it's a new script, new thing. I don't know who. Yeah. Um, there was rumors that Robert Rodriguez at one point was going to be attached. That'd be wild. Yeah. Um, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel that's the right guy. look. And just like Quentin, like I don't feel like that's a Beverly Hills Cop movie. No. Um, but hey. We'll see what happens. I'm excited because I love this, you know. Yeah. I'm a Beverly Hills Cop guy. Uh-huh. Um, now, we're going to touch on this right here, but we'll be coming back from the break and talking about it a little more. Uh, recently, uh, it is announced that um, Spider-Man will now be in the MCU. Yes. And what that means is that they will have a joint in movies, like... Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man will appear in a MCU movie. Um, and Spider-Man will still have his own movie. Um, yeah. but this also means that MCU characters can come to the to his flicks too. So I mean that's big news. Everybody's been yeah. speculating for the past year, two years, right. that's what was going to happen. And Since after nobody has faith in had faith in Garfield Spider-Man. Right. Right, Mark Webb Spider Man. Even though, you know, it's good. well, I want to talk about that in the next yeah. uh, next break. But this is big news. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I will say this: I'm excited for the fact that Spider Man will be joined by other characters. Yeah, this is what like, we wanted. That'll be fun. Yeah. But you know, it does have some heartache to it for me. For sure. But we'll get we'll get yeah. to that. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely get your feelings and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, so so far that's the news for the week. Uh, when we get back, we'll really dive deep into the Spider-Man talk, and then we'll have some reviews at the end of this bad Mimi Jimmy for you. So uh, go ahead and uh, stick around. Hey, Sherwin. How do you feel about your wrestling show? I hate it. You hate us? I mean, but I thought I thought you liked us. I thought you thought Chris was... What, what do you think of, of Zach? I mean, he's on... He's on our show, Zach Hilton, former wrestler and media entertainer all around. Uh, we also have Mr. Wonderful. And look at Chef <laughs> And then, of course, as always, Justin and myself. Can I have a day off? I don't even get that. We, we don't get days off. We do this show all the time for you folks. We get... I mean, don't cry. Don't cry, because not only do we do an episode every Monday, we also have bonus episodes coming to you every Friday. Oh, woe is me. No, no, woe is me. They're easy to find at secretpodcasters.com, Secret League of Podcasters. Oh, I lose them. Come on, man. Are you saying you're not getting excited for your wrestling show right now? I'm the best. And if that's not enough, secretpodcasters.com, you can also find the Mr. Wonderful Show, Zach's Movie Show, Matt and Nate Have Issues, and again, our bonus episodes on Fridays. How does that make you feel? I hate 
Oh, come on. Sherwin, are we going to win you over? What's up, guys? It's Zach from Zach's Movie Show, and I'm here to tell you about Rigged Escorts. Now, I know a bunch of you are listening to this podcast on the road, and I know you may be a truck driver. Well, I know you're going to go into towns where you need pilot cars. And if you need more information in the Mid-Atlantic area for this, contact Zach's Movie Show at zachsmovieshowgmail.com or call us at 757-943-9925 because we will get you in contact with Rigdon Escorts for your pilot car. Hey, Zach fans, this is producer Mr. Podcast here. Just want to let you know, uh, this week's episode ran long, so what we're going to do is we're going to give you a bonus later in the week. But right now, we're going to go straight into the reviews because we know that's what you, the people of ZMS, want to hear, our reviews from Netflix, the movie theaters. Here it is. Enjoy. What's up? Welcome back to Zach's Movie Show. Now we just go, we all knock you out with so many reviews, it's ridiculous. So many movies. I'm going to start it with your Netflix. Yeah. You can watch this on Netflix currently. I don't know how long it's going to be on, but... Uh, it's there. It's called uh, Chef, and it's directed by John Favreau. And it's written by John Favreau. Favreau. That's right. It stars yeah. John Favreau. Favreau. And it uh, also stars John Leguizamo. Yep. That stars, one you could say. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Dustin Hoffman, Sofia yeah. Vergara, yeah. Oliver Platt, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. I mean, it's a full yeah. cast up in this bitch. He pulled um, in like a lot of favors, but he did. It's nobody minded it, though, either. Oh, you know, because he's a great director. He's a great yeah. guy to be around. He has, he's obviously that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, the movie follows around this chef who's been a chef for a while. And, like, he's getting this itch where he wants to do new things. He wants to yeah. create new meals, make people... Yeah. He wants to reinvigorate himself yeah. in the world. he's losing it, you know. He he's is just kinda, it. I've, been, I've been doing this menu for 10 years for Dustin Hoffman or whatever. Yeah, I have a following and I'm good or whatever, but now I'm getting... Okay, so now Oliver Platt's coming in, the big food critic. That's right. I got to make this, you know... I got to make I, I got, I got, I got big plans. This is what we're going to do. It's going to be fun because, like, was it the... Night or two before he, he had. I that. mean, I can review it if you, you want. Could, you could. You could. You know what? <laughs> Don't take oh, my word for it. What does Zach Hill think? Because <laughs> I watched it a bit ago. You and think I you love could it. listen to that review. <laughs> um, but yes, it's about how um, John Faravru character wants to uh, basically re, you know, rejuvenate his career. Uh, this big food critic's coming in. He wants to make a new meal, he wants to give him a whole new meal. Yeah. Uh, menu to look from, yeah. but Dustin Hoffman, who owns the restaurant, is like, no, do the same shtick. Yeah. Just shut up. People come here, they want this, they want that. Right. Give them the same thing. Exactly. It's 22 so, jumps. Just do the same thing. Do the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Keep um, it right. Keep it tight. But then Oliver Platt comes in, and he hates it. He's yeah. like, I. you can tell this cook has lost his way, and it yeah. sucks. So, like... You know, one day he doesn't. Go, well, he comes to work. So then he's like, "What fight. the fuck is Twitter?" Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck is Twitter?" And that's what really this movie does well is social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes an older person who doesn't understand yeah. social media, who has a kid, yeah. and his kid is just lighting it up. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, basically, he comes to work. He, him, and Dustin Hoffman have this fight. He quits. 
And then, um, because he learned about Twitter, and he confronted the food critic, said, come on back, I'll give you something good to eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then the critic comes back, and he's looking for the chef, and he's not there. Yeah. So Mm. then the chef, uh, the food critic goes on Twitter again, starts talking junk, live tweeting it. He's live tweeting it. John Favreau sees it, and he's like, fuck you, goes there and starts just yelling at him, parading him yeah. right uh-huh. in front of all the customers, and all the customers are Everybody's yeah, yeah. 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 uploading mm-hmm. to their Facebook and Twitters and stuff like that, and this makes the chef's um, now he's super. Now he's like, like now super he's viral super now. popular. Now yeah. he's viral. Um, then he, he Ramsey'd it. He Ramsey's it. Yeah. Um, then um, he basically gets uh, an idea from Robert Downey Jr. and uh, yeah. his ex-wife to get a food truck. Yeah, because uh, mm. you know. yeah, his Sophie goes back down to Miami where we go see her, her dad and everything. And then right. she's like, I don't have anybody to watch the kid, really. Come down with him. Hang out. You have the time now. Yep. Just do it. It'll be good for you and him. Yeah. So then he's talking to Robert Downey Jr., who coincidentally is and her husband ex-husband. To Sophie before you know. John Frob. Yeah. Um, so then he makes his food truck. He makes yeah. Cuban food. He's traveling all over the U.S., yeah. And he becomes a hit. Like, yeah. his son, who's with him, is tweeting pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. And then there's these big lines oh, yeah. for the wow. truck. Like, it's widely popular. Yeah. And, like, what's really cool about the movie is that it definitely shows you the growing relationship from a father who's not around much yeah. to become Because of work. Guy. Yeah, because Not that he work. doesn't want to be yeah. around. He's just, right, you know. but he's work. Yeah. He gets in a situation where he can be now. And, yeah. like, he figures out a way to get his son involved. Eventually, he remarries his ex-wife. Because yeah. they didn't, um, ha- like, they they didn't, didn't have hostility other. or anything. Right. It was just kind of like, they we're in different places. Well, yeah. He was busy. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a whole different type right. of yeah. uh, work Divorce, schedule. Yeah. and They drifted apart. But by the end of it, he, uh, well, I don't want to give it yeah, away. Yeah. I don't want to give it away. But I will say this. I wish I saw this earlier. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's on Netflix. Watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's watch there. It. Buy it if you like. Well, if you're into that stuff. And that's what I was going to say. It's worth a buy Jeez. if you like food, good stories, yeah, or good. stories. Yeah. Why did what? Because about food, he's a chef. <laughs> I mean, I get that. It's about food, a food, food, food. If you want food, buy food. Yeah. Don't and buy a, a movie, movie about, about food. food. Buy food. He's, he's gonna watch the movie <laughs> while he eats his food. God damn you. But yes, I, I definitely say this is absolutely worth yeah. a note. Because one of the parts <laughs> I loved about it is the soundtrack. It is good. The soundtrack. soundtrack's so good because it takes popular music that you yeah. know or grow up with and it's Cuban. Like it makes it like mm-hmm. it, like it's literally like, like a Cuban band dancing. Yeah. Plus so, they... so you watched this without me. Yes, I did. No. Why well, didn't think you would want to be interested in this? Why? We didn't think you liked food. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't think you liked food, and this is definitely oh, for a movie that the people yeah, yeah, yeah. want to watch. A movie I don't about like food. food. Okay. Yeah. We can watch it. We can watch it. I want to get your feelings. You can watch it anytime. It. It's a good, exactly. good for a rewatch. And they and when there's they food. It, and there's they food. they actually went cross country and, and filmed it. Yeah, that they way. do film it. Oh, okay. Way. It was really that was cool. What's really what really got? Okay, I will say this. Before, I kind of wanted to see it because yeah. I like John from Favreau. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I like his stuff, but yeah. I never got pushed to where I wanted to see it. But then I listened to his podcast with Jeff Garland. Yeah. And that really. By made the me way. Want, yeah. By the way, Jeff Garland. Yeah. Um, BT Dub. 
BT whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you saw it. You yeah. saw it. You I liked like, it. That's great. Yeah. So I definitely suggest anybody uh, watching it. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Mr. Mofa over here is a big fan of documentaries. I am. And if there's one thing I know, he's going to watch a documentary. Maybe even a mockumentary. Maybe. But right a now, let's find out. <laughs> yeah, what? Spinal Tap's a mockumentary. Sp- Spinal Tap's a mockumentary. Yeah. Best in Show's a mockumentary. mockumentary. Yeah. A lot of good mockumentaries yeah. out there. Anyways, what so, did you see? I fired up the old Netflix machine, went mm-hmm. to the documentaries. I'm like, of what course. can I watch? Why not? And you know what? I'm like, hey, looking at the options uh, towards yeah. the beginning of my panel scroll, whatever the, you want to call it. Yes. And the award goes to a ah. documentary about the Oscars because, in case you didn't know, we're hosting. February 22nd at Cinema Cafe, we will be there hosting. Hosting the show. Hollywood's Biggest Night. Hollywood's Biggest Night in Virginia Beach. Yep. What? We will be hosting it. So, yeah. what, so uh, what's the premise? This, what's this, about? this documentary goes over the history of the Oscars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like how the show started back uh, in 1920-something. Right. Where like um, the first year, all the Best Picture nominees. It's like 87 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 87 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like the first um, Best Picture You're class. So cruel. All had to be silent films because there was only there was like one film that ended up getting a technical award or whatever because it was the only one with sound. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was like the end of that era, and they didn't want to give it put it in that best picture category, which is you know, which makes sense and it's kind of cool and it, you know, but yeah, marks the end of the era. So then, um, you know, they started this thing. It was kind of just a um, the idea was they wanted to make. Um, the art that is filmmaking and uh-huh. actors and all this stuff, like a real legitimate art form. Like, hey, right. like this is awards, what it is. give it recognition and, and, you know, make it more than just what happens on screen that you go and watch and forget about, you know? Right. It's, it made a legitimacy. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Then they were talking about, um, like uh, earlier in the, in the early years of the show, at one point, like, uh, they would give the papers advance, um, knowledge of who won so oh wow! Could, so could they print the paper, and right? And then uh, there was an incident where um, was it somebody was off, somebody was not going to be there, or whatever. Then they found out they were getting the tri- they were getting the award. They had to really? go back or whatever. Like it was really crazy. That might have it might have been the year before or whatever. But it was like an incident where person wasn't going to be there because they were nominated, didn't think they were going to win. Right. So then they had to stop the train, get the person off the train, bring them back down to um, the awards. Then they like uh, apparently they'd held the train for this actress during or whatever like she you know coming in last minute gets the award whatever blah 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 and then she goes back on her way but it was crazy but uh, there was an incident where like they caught uh, the New York Times released um, had an early pressing or whatever of the results and then it was like a big thing so they caught all this flax so then that's why we went to the sealed envelopes that get mm. opened at the end so nobody knows no one knows until then no and it's like been the, the Miller. Hoffman or whatever people that control the votes right. or the envelopes, and that's why it's, oh, that's man. been a thing, and that's cool. And they talked to everybody. They talked to Tom Hanks. They talked wow. Whoopi Goldberg. They talked to Billy Crystal. They talked to Jane Fonda. They talked to like like they talked to everybody. Wow, it's so crazy, you know. Like and uh, you know, like they mentioned like the first black a- you know actor or actress to win an uh, an Oscar was um, the lady from. Um, is it Gone with the Wind or whatever? Mm. I don't know. 
and I can't think of the movie. Whatever. It's a sign significant movie or something like that okay. or whatever and then like you know she was the first one and that was a huge thing you know because like mm -hmm. they're talking with this one like actress she's like i didn't get to see it as a kid because like um you know they felt it didn't have a good portrayal of, of you know people because right. you know she was a house right a, a, mm -hmm. you know she was the helper whatever and all this right. it was kind of it was post-slavery but you know whatever and all that right and then uh then we didn't have we had a, quite a long way then Sidney Poitier was the next guy and then you know right. it took a while but you know just kind of how the the lack of recognition, and you know, that's slowly changing and everything for for African American minority actors and actresses, which is cool. And it's yeah. just, uh, it's pretty cool. It's like a, an hour forty or so. Okay. That's not, not bad. bad at it's all. good. It's a nice insight. So, would you suggest that you know, especially with the Oscars around yeah. the corner, maybe this week everybody check it out? To get yeah, I would say if you're if lesson? you like the Oscars and want a little bit more about kind of it and see, you kind of see some of the behind the scenes and some of that stuff, you know, because they can show you that footage. I mean, everything else is. Right. You know, we know, but I mean, it's interesting. Really, this comes down to one person. We're talking to you, Papa Zane. Yeah. I would say Papa Zane, watch it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get into a little uh, special thing. Oh, never I, mind. I had two documentaries. You know, oh. you know what? It's like, you know what? Time. It wouldn't be you if, yeah. it, if yeah, there were. I was like, you know what? It's been a while. I'm surprised. The let's do a double header. Eight. Let's do a double header. I'm surprised you didn't watch eight. Right? right. <laughs> What's so, the second? Second one is Beware of Mr. Baker. Okay. This is about... Tom Baker? No, no, no. Okay. This is about Ginger Baker. The... The Baker Man? No, no, the legendary uh, jazz drummer. Okay. Um, who's been in... He's done tons of work and stuff. Um, you might not... You might... Like, I was looking at him and watching him and hearing him drum as it, you know, opens up. And, you know, really good drummer. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And um, I'm not sure what he did or whatever. And then, like, going through his career, like, doing all his jazz stuff early on. But then uh, he was the drummer for Cream. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he did that for two years and, like, um, some other bands and stuff that had other hits and whatnot else was when mm -hmm. he was doing, like, the rock stuff or whatever. But just, uh, he's just, uh, he's a wild... Was, that, was he more of a, like, floater-in, fill-in kind of guy if you needed him? No, he was, like, the man. Right. But, but he was also, like, a like, loose cannon. But that's my point, is, like, yeah. you make him sound like he's not centered in a band. He's more like, okay, we need a drummer. Let's get the best we got. Boom. No, no, it's um, essentially uh, the troubled life, because it's about his life and everything, obviously, right. is... um. You know, he would be doing something or whatever, and then, like, chaos and turmoil would kind of find him. Right. So, like, he moved around all the time. Okay. Okay. So, like, you know, he was with Cream or whatever, then that faded out, and then he left and went somewhere else. He was in Africa a couple of different times. He was in Italy. He was in the States for a bit. He was in, you know, Spain mm -hmm. or something. Like, he was all over. Okay. You know? And how long was this, and, like, where did it end up going? Um, it just kind of goes through his life to, to um, fairly modern times. You know, because I mean, uh, I'm guessing he's dead. I, I think he might still be alive. I think actually, I think he is still alive. Oh, possibly. okay. Oh. If not, he maybe just passed. But I mean, like he's still alive as far as I know. But he, he's older, and uh, you know, he's still he's still kind of a crazy man. Like he had a wild life of like you know, you know, getting into the, the drugs and everything else yeah. or whatever and all that, yeah. and then just different things. But um, you know, an amazing drummer. Mm -hmm. Do they and, show his skills on it? Yeah, there was a lot of footage of him drumming okay. from different things and just That's like, cool. you know. That's like, cool. Um, he was like one of the early guys, like at one point in his career after he'd finished like with Cream and some of that stuff, he he wanted to really be recognized as, as a jazz drummer, not a rock guy, you know. Oh, like, okay. Like they even talked with like Clapton and some of those guys, obviously. And, 
everything. And like some people used to would compare him to like John Bonham, mm-hmm. Keith Moon, and stuff like that. The rock drummers and like mm-hmm. he's he's not that he's type. a totally different level right. than mm-hmm. those guys. You know, like right. doing the jazz stuff and like he did. Um, he would set up drum battles with some of the other great uh, jazz drummers and stuff that oh, he knew shit. and all this stuff. And that was, you know, made that kind of popular and stuff. It was pretty cool, like, if you're into drumming. So if you're into drumming and you didn't get to see Whiplash, watch this. This is it. Yeah, because I wanted to see Whiplash. I was going to go. Have you still not seen Whiplash? I was going to go Thursday. And then with recording and stuff with the band, like, and getting all that set up and what we were doing. Mm-hmm. I want to see the it. time. I want to see it. So... There's got to be a way we can see this. Maybe it's snow day tomorrow if it's still at the narrow. If it's at the, oh, no, it's not. No, damn. I know. We'll, we'll find out. I'm going to buy we'll it. it. I know, but yeah. it may not be out on yeah, before. Yeah. And I would really Unless it hits like, on demand, maybe. I would really, yeah, that's true. I would really like you to see this movie just before that. I mean, um, Matt's yeah. got it. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't, we won't say, right, right, right. you know, what, but he has a legal mm-hmm. way, so maybe if we can get with him. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. We don't, we I don't can't believe you just said that. I didn't say We're anything. What are you talking about? You know, I didn't hey. say nothing. Oh, okay. This is the show that saw Expendables 3 advance. That's true. Um, all right, next up, uh, we're going to get into some retro reviews. Yeah. Um, recently, over the weekend, um, I showed Brooke a set of trilogy. It's a trilogy. Um mm-hmm. You know, I got to be honest. Brooke impresses me. She impresses me because there are films out there that you feel every person has seen. Like, I'm pretty sure if I went to Ethiopia and I came you know what? That a hurts. five-year-old just drinking out of some kind of fucking little puddle. That hurts. And I go up to him and I'm like, hey, have you ever seen The Matrix? It would go, oh, yeah. Whoa, I know Kung Fu. Um... So, recently, mm-hmm. Brooke over here mm-hmm. saw a little thing called the Matrix Trilogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, this is how I want you to review it. This okay. is how we're going to go. I want you to give me a review for the Matrix. Uh-huh. I can help you through any story plot. I will give you the basic plot, and then you can give me the review. Okay. Then I want you to review Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolutions, and as a trilogy, what do you think of it? Okay. 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 That's okay. what I want to do. Now, okay, I got this. Are you sure? So you don't need any help from me? No, I watched it this weekend. I, I got it. Are you sure? If I start to go a wire, just bring me back, reel me back in. Okay, the safe word. <laughs> help! The, the safe word. That's the safe word. Is give me the red pill. <laughs> okay, I go. get that. Reference. Boom! Man. <laughs> right? Okay. Tell us what you think about The Matrix. Okay. Um, I liked The Matrix, and I, I told you this. Ultimately, it could be a standalone film. Yes. Um, because, I mean, it really could take away, you know, it, it gave you enough to where it could just be that film. Right. But it had things in there that leads into the other ones, okay. which I liked. I liked that there there was a progression of him not understanding and him evolving in just the first one alone. Right. Um, and I was I was shocked that I I I was with it. <laughs> I got it. I'm like I, I was following along during the uh, first movie. Um, tell us the plot. Came a long way from the pl- Johnny Demonic. Okay, the plot is of it being that there's this guy that um, he's, a, it seems like he's a computer programmer, yeah. kind of on the side, kind of hacker type thing. Yeah. Um, and 
he has always, it seems like he had always questioned things, Mm -hmm. questioned why things are certain ways. And um, he, I guess it says for the past few, two or three years or whatnot, has been asking himself this question of like why we're here. Right. Um, And then he gets bombarded by a a phone call Mm -hmm. that, you know, they're coming for you. You know, you, you have to run. You have to trust me. And being the way he is, he trusts, but he doesn't trust. Like, he trusts enough because he doesn't want to get caught because he looks up and he realizes, like, there's, oh, there's police. There's yeah. there's federal people. Like, there's somebody coming. I have to I have to get out of here. So he kind of follows along, and then he realizes, like, when he's got a kind of leap of faith on right. the side of a freaking building. Right. Yeah, no, I'm just going to go with them. Um, and then he, um, you know, gets caught and then there's this, this whole thing. Interrogation. Interrogation. Yes. Thank you. Um, I'm here for you. I know you are. I appreciate it. I mean, there was three movies. Let's be real. I know. We're being careful. Um, along with the other two movies that I saw this week. That's a lot of movies. You've seen a lot. Um, okay. So he gets essentially sucked into this world and has to make a choice um, of whether or not he wants to know or he wants to not know and be okay with it. Right. So he chooses to know and then finds out about the Matrix, that it's this dream world where that doesn't exist. Right. It's computered. It's, yeah, it's computer-generated world that does not physically, you know, it doesn't really exist in that sense. Um, it's for the human mind because the machines have taken over the world right. and they're taking our energy to make sure they stay powered. Exactly. Um, and he... Uh, oh. My bad. So he has to... Essentially, he, he learns that he has to live in this real world, which isn't the Matrix. And he learns about the Oracle and that he's... Not the one which everybody like says that he is, right? Um, and then goes through all these situations that empower him, that um, test him, that you know make him stronger and you know push the limits of what he truly is. Yeah, and by the end of the movie, he believes in himself. Yes, um, he basically takes control of the matrix because the whole thing is that you learn that you can bend rules in the Mm -hmm. matrix but you can't break them and he can break them yes that's that's the point of him free your mind exactly and you know what i really there is no spoon i really liked the fact that with the first you know when they were like nobody ever makes the first jump is he gonna make it because he's the one but in inevitably i mean the whole the whole franchise in itself is about the choices that you make and the the decisions. And ultimately he did not believe he was the one. He didn't believe that he was anything special at the point. So yeah, no, he didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Okay. What do you think of agent Smith in the first one? I, Mr. I, I liked it. I, I did not foresee what he was going to become. Okay. So I liked we'll that. Get to that. We'll yeah. Get to that. yeah. Um, all right. So as a first movie, what did you think? 
It was good. See it. Watch okay. it. Um, then, if you're living in my world of not seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't watched it in a while. Maybe revisit yeah. it. Yeah. Revisit um, it. So that movie came out in 1999. And then yeah. in 2003, we retreated for two sequels. Okay? Yeah. They let you know. Not just one. Two Matrix. You're getting both of them. In May, we would get Matrix Reloaded. And in November, we were getting Matrix Revolutions. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you tell me one was in like May? That's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. I was literally... Literally the words that just popped out of my mouth. In May, we got Matrix and November. Okay, well, November, um, you know we what? Matrix I'm sorry. I was trying to remember the second one. Okay. Um, do you need... How about I... Because we, we watched it... i the basic plot. Did you we want? watch it back to back? Yeah, we yeah. kind of watched well, it back yeah, to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We basically, so Matrix Reloaded is about finding how deep this world goes. What yeah. is the point of mm-hmm. this world? Like, this war is going on, the machines are coming, okay? So, Neo is in the Matrix, he's trying to find the Oracle, what's going on, we learn something about a key maker, the key maker... Oh, yeah, okay, 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 all right. Um, But at the end of the first Matrix, uh, Neo thought he killed Mr. Smith, Mm -hmm. but Mr. (laughs) Smith is now a part of the Matrix world. Yeah. That creeped and me. Now out. he's making copies of himself. Yep. He's able he's to a virus take now. other. Yeah, yeah, he's a virus. He's able to take other programs mm-hmm. and just so make them him. Yep. So, and that's what he's doing. And ultimately, he's trying to get Neo. Like yeah. he wants to make a copy of himself yeah. into Neo, makes him stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, take over and not take just over, the Matrix, but take over the whole everything. So um, by the end of the Matrix Reloaded, the Keymaker has helped him get to a point that no one's ever been to, mm-hmm. and that's to meet the Architect. Yeah. And the Architect tells Neo, this is straight up what it is. We've been doing this for a long time now. There's been five other yous, yous yeah. okay, that have come to visit me. Come to visit me, and we always get to this point, and the door to your right is going to send you to a new world where basically you have to choose 23 humans to survive in yeah. this Zion world, mm-hmm. and then we're just going to start over. Or you can go to the door on the left save your pretty little girlfriend because yeah. you love her. And Neo is the first one to say, go fuck yourself, I'm going to go save my girlfriend. So then, that's what's new about this, yes. is that everybody has chosen to keep the world going by yeah, the 23. Yeah. He's actually going to be like, we could stop you. Yeah. So, Bruh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but by the end of this movie, Neo is now in the real world. He tells everybody the danger. They need to get back to Zion because yeah. the machines are going to come kill them. We have mm. to figure it out. But there's one difference that's happened. Neo True is now connected love. to the machines. He's connected to the machines. Oh, yeah. He stops the machines. Yeah. Like yeah. They come to attack him. Mm. He stops him. He passes out. He's in a coma. Yeah. But what uh, he didn't know is that Mr. Smith has taken over a human being. Oh, and okay. so they leave you, boom, to be yeah, concluded. Yeah, 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 yeah. To yes. be concluded. And everybody in the theater, because you know you were that person because you're a fucking dickhead. Oh, man, there's another one, even though I've been told that there's going to be another one. We'll get to that to a different movie yeah. at the end of the show. But Matrix Re- Reloaded, what'd you think of it? I really liked it. Um, it. It shocked me, but it didn't shock me yeah. when you told me that so many people were very against um, the third. The no, the the architect 
Yes, the Ark Attack at the scene, you know, yeah. Colonel Sanders. And the fact that... Everybody yeah. hates the Ark Attack because they can't understand him. Yeah, and... But that that was the whole point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was... They literally gave him words that were meant to be like, why Why are you fucking saying that? Like, yeah, yeah. what? I mean, what? what's the purpose? But the purpose is because ultimately, Neo understands... And that's what has. That's what's different about him. The part about the second one is like, it opens up and Neo's like, "Yeah, I'm a badass." Yeah. And he's doing some next level shit. Oh, most definitely. And I mean, we even went back because there's a scene in the interrogation, and in the first movie with all the TVs in the interrogation that you know kind of reflects into the second movie. With the architect, and it, it, you know, it just yeah. At that point, I'm sorry that a movie makes you think, but that's kind of seemingly the point of the movie, yeah, right. and it still it's gives you the answers. Yeah. I mean, it truly does, but it's not something that you just go to sit there and escape and just watch. Like right. you know, you you have, you, to, you have to pay attention. I agree. I agree. Um, it's a good movie. It really is. And I mean, if you if you go past and you decide, yeah, I'm going to watch the second one, you have to watch all three, obviously. Um, now, in part three, it begins, okay, Neo's in this coma. We find out he's still jacked into the Matrix. Like, yeah. somehow he got jacked into the Matrix. Yeah, now he's stuck. part of both worlds. Yeah. Um, and uh, ne- our, uh, Trinity and Morpheus yeah. are... Uh, trying to save him, get him out yeah. of this. Um, and they get him, and basically uh, they are um, they're still trying to get to Zion yeah. because the machines are coming. Yeah, I have to get back. Um, eventually, uh, sorry, sorry, yeah. brain fart. Um, <laughs> eventually they figure out what they need to do. Well, yeah. Neo's like, I need to go to the machine world. Yeah. I need to confront the main machine dude yeah, yeah. and be like, look, we want peace. The, the, not the Oracle. The, not the, or the, the Oracle's the thing. good guy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, there's this just... This yeah, machine. the thing at the end. I, he yeah. just wants to go to the machine world to be like, look, we want peace. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what this is. We gotta stop fighting. No more this war. This dumb, dumb. Um, so the machine... Most of the movie is the war. Yeah. yeah. Like, machines are in Zion. Yeah, which I think... Uh, that was so war. crazy. How cool. Yeah. Awesome. Just just for a personal standpoint, yeah. the reason why I really like part three is because it's less in the Matrix yeah. and more real world. Mm-hmm. I really dug that. But um, and my, I'm sorry, when when was this the you said two thousand and three? And the fact that it ultimately could for the most part be like in theaters today and yeah. be believable with the special effects. Are still good looking. I was scared going in being like, I'm not going like the special effects. Fuck you. Really Those special effects in in the whole Amazing. fucking trilogy are so good. Yeah. Like top notch. Like yeah. I can watch Star Wars episode yeah. one, two, and three and think, yeah, there's some, yeah. Yeah. There's, some yeah, yeah. there's really good job. They did yeah. a really good job. Yeah. Um, so there's the war going on with the machines. Yeah. Then there's Neo who comes up with an idea Hey, put me in the put me in the matrix yeah. because Smith is, Smith, Smith straight I'm up took up the matrix. To yeah. 
And then Everybody's he's going to come to the machine world and take over that, too. So he comes up with the plan. Let me get in there. Fight. Mr. Smith, yeah. and then the most epic in fight scene oh I've ever seen happens. It um, was wet. Oh my god, so wet. That was yeah, me that was raining. Yeah, that like I love that. Like the when so they were talking about uh, so like the behind looking. the scenes when they were shooting, they're like, yeah. there was so much water. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I need sure. to watch. That. Like they were literally in fear that. of drowning. Um. So he fights. Um. Ultimately, spoilers, Neo saves the day. He figures out what he needs to do. Spoilers. 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 later. Spoilers 12 years Years later. later, yeah. Agent Smith takes over uh, Neo's body. The machines uh, tap in this uh, virus killer into Neo's body. Mm -hmm. So that transfers into the Matrix. Boom, boom, boom. Killed the Smiths. Everybody's a happy boy. Yeah. Uh, The machines promise to let all the humans who want to be free be free from the Matrix. Right. And... We live in a peaceful world, quote unquote, for now. Yeah. Um, yes. So that's part three. What'd you think of three? I really liked it. I mean, ultimately, like, that's where it was supposed to go. Mm. I liked that, you know, kind of like what you said, that we were out of essentially the matrix, that we were in the real world, that you were seeing all these things, that ultimately is what, what the entire franchise is about, is the fact that there's these aliens or whatever you really you know whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. um that's what that's what it was about right and so I, I i thoroughly enjoyed it um and you know it it's funny because he becomes blind yes he can't yeah. see mm-hmm. but he yeah. can see like color type things yeah. based their on their essence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you can see the essence because when he was fighting the human, quote unquote, Agent yeah, yeah. Smith, he saw Agent Smith. He didn't yes. see the human. He saw mm-hmm. Agent Smith's essence. Right. Yeah. Right. And to me, it's like, really? But then you stop and you think about it and you're like, but he is the one. The one. He's that, he's that person. Let's just fucking yeah. He's nothing. that he's person. <laughs> and ultimately, he talks about, well, yes. He learned that it's about his choices. Right. It's about the choices that he makes. It's about the decision that he makes about about you know what what he's gonna do, but also the decision about himself and believing in himself and knowing that I can do this regardless of whatever you wanna throw at me. Um, you know. And so he was there. the the only complaint that I really have, and it's not even a complaint because it truly is a side story, was the fact that it was very and I, the the believability between him and the the love story. Oh, really? I had a hard time believing that. Oh, really, I yeah. liked their love story. It was pretty good. I liked it. I, I was back and forth on on if I thought she was hot. That she had you know, a problem too. You know. um, that maybe that was my problem. Yeah. I I love. I think that I just I I and I only think, I think this it's a good love now story, is though. because of the the conversation that we had earlier. Spider Man about Spider Man and that love story there. Mm. Yeah, I I will I will that say it was this. so believable and I'm like you know not that's believable. I want to play devil's advocate because okay. I feel an amazing Spider Man. The Ooh. reason why it works so well is because you knew the two were dating. Yeah. 
Like, I went in knowing that these two had a relationship outside of the movie. They're really together. Right. It really helps because that's real chemistry. True. For the Matrix movies with Trinity. Maybe we should say she wasn't pretty. That's maybe. probably my problem. But, but I will say, but this is what I'm saying. The reason why I like their relationship, I fucking love the dialogue they use. Yeah. The in speech where she goes, you know, you saved me once and I said something and it's not what I wanted my last words to be. Beat yeah. you. Like, what I want my last words to be is kiss that me. I can kiss me and I can say it now. Holy yeah. shit, that's great. Mm. So Yeah, but that's... Here's my problem with that, though. That's the writing. That's not the character. Yeah. No, I'm fine with that's that. That's not the them interacting me. with each other. That's, oh, look, I can read a script. No, I completely... But that's... I can act a script. Yeah. And I felt her believable. For me, I'm not. Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not at all. I'm but just saying. For me, I liked the Trinity. I liked the Trinity hard ass because she was a hard ass. Yes, she was. she was. I like, mean, I totally liked this. them when she was Fucking, like, "Screw this! Yeah, I'm ready to die." Yes, yeah. absolutely. I liked that. So I think and that that aspect was very believable. And I guess it was because there wasn't really any soft parts, and that's right. okay because I I wouldn't expect right. A soft part. Yeah. Okay. As a trilogy, what'd you think? I, I, I mean, you've seen a lot of trilogies. I have. I, through the world. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I would say it's probably one of my favorites. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, I really would. Because it's a complete story. Right. Um, you is. know, I, and I'm one that I don't mind when a story is broken up into movies. Yeah. I really yeah. don't. Right. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. That's, yeah. I mean, you know, be... yeah, let's be real, but you know, and that's broken into story, you know, into movies that has its own story within, but an yeah. overall There's picture. A, also right. a giant arc. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I love giant arc stories. Yeah. And this does a really good job. Now, like I said before, the first one can stand alone. Yes, and to agreed. me, I think that that is very important if you do if you decide to have a trilogy, yeah. Because the first one really does need to grasp people, yeah. And yeah. it's really bothersome to me when you know you said because again, I'm just now watching it twelve years later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. But I I have a problem that so many people were against two and three because yes, one can stand alone by itself. But there's an overall story, so how can you sit there and deny that overall story when you sit there and look at number one and you can see little, like, hints? For the future. For the future. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like they did one and they were like, you know what, we need to add more to this. No, 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 no. They had the entire arc, the entire story planned out yeah. before they sat there and Feel broke like it into it. movies. Yeah. So... Ultimately, like you have to acknowledge that, and for you to be like, "Oh, two was crap, three was crap, blah blah blah." Why'd they go that route? Sit down and watch all three. I mean, you said it in your review for like you know not being able to handle the architect. I've always had this feeling, and I mean, I think I'm pretty much right in this feeling is that the reason why the Matrix One worked so well is because they only introduced the story. A lot of people have a hard time with. Don't show me Zion. Don't show me the machine world. Don't show yeah. me. They don't want to see it because for them, it's almost actually, this is a good comparison. It's yeah. like John Wick. 
When yeah. you go see John Wick, there's you're enough to take you out of that into world. The yeah. world. You're into the world. You don't yeah. have to explain anything. So once they explain the world, this is why I say, how can you say you want something of John Wick when this is what The Matrix did? The Matrix yeah. brought you into a world you already knew and you just had those moments. But mm -hmm. when they make the Matrix reload in Revolutions, they give you the whole world, mm -hmm. but yeah. you can't accept it. And to me, that's bullshit. Um, yeah. I'm ultimately even though we knew that, that like, because he comes out of the Matrix in the first one, at some point he's in the yeah. ship. Yeah, uh -huh. so it's like we knew that there's something there's else going more. on. There's more. It's not this just isn't one fucking, fucking lost ship. in space. Right. It's, it's not, not like a, a they randomly tour. decided yeah. in the second movie. You know what? Let's make this alternate universe type that you know what i mean like this alternate world right that's really the real world let's let's just do that no 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 it was there in the first one and let's be honest keanu reeves was amazing yep. in that movie i can in all three of them i can watch him fucking karate fight for two hours i know you said that during every scene every Loop time he that fought, final battle. i was like Whole, any of them. I mean, any, any of, of his yeah. fights. I mean, that's so great. Anyways, I, I love them all. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Yes, I did. Um, really if you haven't seen them in a while, I highly suggest I you go back. Just because, like I said, ultimately, those special effects really do stand up to today. Yeah, oh my God. Like, it, it's it's an overall, and you, it was you worth do. You need to it sit down. It was worth me buying it on Blu-ray. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was afraid buying it on Blu-ray on first. You bought them recently. I just Blade. bought them two weeks ago. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. And I was it, like, recently. twelve bucks for all three. All three. Fuck yeah. right, I'll nice. do this. Yeah, um, it was it was a good deal. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I definitely say go watch them. Uh, right now, we're going to take a break uh, because this was a long time. Yeah. Um, and we'll come back with uh, the Kingsman review and Fifty Shades of Grey review. The new ones. Hi, I'm Matt. He's Nate. We've got a show. It's called Matt and Nate Have Issues. Nate, take it away. Uh, didn't think you were going to give me a break in there. I'm Nate, he's Matt. I guess you've already covered that, haven't you? we got a show. It's weird. I, we don't really know what we're going to talk about from week to week. Could be anything. Might be entertaining. This is a bad sell. Back to you, Matt. That's Matt and Nate Have Issues every Wednesday in Secret Podcasters and the Secret League of Podcasters. Secretpodcasters.com. Check us out, won't you? Tune in to the disappointment. And if you don't, we don't blame you. I love you. Good evening, and welcome to the 87th Annual Academy Awards. Yes, the 87th Academy Awards is happening, and Zach's Movie Show is emceeing the event at Cinema Cafe at Pembroke. Hey, Brookie, how about you tell them some of the stuff there? There's a look-alike contest, Ooh. there's fun games, huh? there's Oscar bingo. Oh, my. And you can win some swag. And the grand prize, 50 bucks. That's right, 50 bucks to the Cinema Cafe. So we should see you February 22nd at 7.30 p.m. That's when the doors open. And it's absolutely free, okay? So make sure you come down to 758 Independence Boulevard, Virginia Beach, Virginia, and we'll have some fun. We're going to play the games, standard Zach's movie show game, so be prepared for that. And uh, it's going to be good times. What do you say there, Mr. Pod? I heard this year Neil Patrick Harris will be hosting... The festivities down in the Chinese Ming Theater. Welcome back to Zach's Movie Show. Let's wrap this bad boy up with some new movie reviews. Uh, we got to see a little movie called The Kingsman. 
Um, this yeah. movie is uh, directed by Matthew Vaughn, who mm. directed Kick-Ass and X-Men First Class. Um, and he also was one of the writers for it. Uh, it stars Colin Firth, Taron Edgerton, um, Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson. Mark Strong, uh, Michael Caine. I mean, yeah. a lot of stars in this movie. And basically, it's about the uh, uh, Secret Service yep. in England. Not many people know mm-hmm. know about them. I mean, really, there's only a few of them. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like not seven. like well, it's yeah. like a it's a back thirteen because it's the Knights of the Round Table. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a back kind of room Secret Service. It's not yes. through the government. It's Right. The right doers. Right, exactly. And uh, it's a story about this uh, man who wants to basically do harm to the world, and they're going to save it. You know what I mean? Um, but the one issue that they're coming up with, one of their agents went down, so they need to train some new ones. Um, and that's where Taryn comes in. And I, I got to say, just for my review, I enjoyed this movie thoroughly. I can't guarantee you it would be in my top ten by the end of the year, but I will say, holy crap, what a strong start, because the action scenes alone are fucking phenomenal, okay? Yeah. I mean, the church scene fight. Oh. Can I just the tell you? scene fight. The church scene fight yeah. was... Yeah, she went to it. Was shot in just one take. That's just FYI. Amazing. I think you have to. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Like I don't even know how that's worked, but good for you, uh, Matthew yeah. Vaughn. Um, I really enjoyed this movie as a whole. I like the story because it's a little throwback to James Bond. Yeah. Even a little dash of Austin Powers in there. Right. Um, I loved every cast member. Colin Firth is such a good actor, oh, and it's fun watching him in his element in a movie out of his element, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a character I could see him yeah. playing in a movie I did not see him playing it in. Yeah, I got you. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed everybody. I thought... You know, Mark Strong. Mark Strong, you see him as the bad guy a lot. Like, he was the bad guy in the first uh, Sherlock Holmes with Uh Robert Downey Jr. He's the bad guy in Green Lantern. Uh Um, Yeah, he's Sinestro. Um, But I just, as a whole, this movie entertained me. Samuel L. Jackson was fucking hilarious. And I I just thought it was fun watching him play a role I've never seen him play. I've seen him play a bad guy. He was a bad guy in uh, Jackie Brown. You know what I mean? Like, I look at him, you're a bad guy in this. That bad guy does not, uh, he's not this this guy. guy. He's not this guy, which was uh, this billionaire guy who makes technology and has documentaries about him. You need to see that documentary. Uh, What? In the movie, they made a documentary or, you know, a life movie about him. You need to see that movie. Um, I say see this bad mamma jamma in theater. I, I, I... It's rated R. Yes, it's violent, um, but yeah, I would I would go ahead and go see it because it, it was an enjoyable time. Mm-hmm. How about you? I mean, I w- I've been waiting for this since late last year. Mm-hmm. Like, especially once I started hearing people talk about it, right? And they said, "Oh, it's so good, it's so fun." Like, yeah, I can't that's wait why I hear to see yeah. it again. So I was like, this is great. And our, our good friend James Zayas is going to send that review He's from the early in. screening, yep. which, I mean, you should, I highly recommend people send us in reviews of stuff, whether it's early or not. Yeah, you know, just send them in so send we can in, watch them. You know. But um, it was a lot of fun. 
It was, you know, exactly kind of what I wanted. You know, it's it's that nice mix of, of the old spy movies and new age, you know, like between like bringing in new blood and just different things. Right. Mark Strong, I, I think he's a great British actor. Um, I mean, just everybody's pretty great. Uh, right. I, like the, I like the kid. Yeah. And uh, is a fan of the show. Uh, made it fresh. He's got a strong jaw. He's got a real strong jaw. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You know. Um, and because of one of the scenes towards the end, will definitely stay in my top five okay. for this year. Okay. As the movie a whole, it will be yeah. in your top five? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know yeah. what you're seeing. Yeah. 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 God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad you liked it. Glad yeah. you liked a lot it. Of fun. Your, Go review, see it. your review started off like you did it. No. Yeah. The only, my only complaint was Sam Jackson's character. Like, right. he the way that he played that character and the way that character was with his nuances mm -hmm. kind of took me out of it. Really? Yeah. I love the no it was, blood thing. And it was weird. Like, no I blood didn't, thing was so fun. And because of that, I, like, I couldn't really get to hating him quite enough, maybe? I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. There's a certain scene like, that happens with Colin Firth where I'm like, oh, yeah, you're a fucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you but know I mean, what like, I mean? It was just kind of, it was, it was weird. Okay. I think okay. that just took me out of that part. Of, of that character. Of that character. You weren't in enough. completely. Everything else, like, I loved and, and you know. Solid. Go see it. How about you, um, I was. I have been looking forward to this movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, you and I have talked, you know, when the trailer comes on, I'm excited about it type thing. Yeah. Um, and I kind of agree with Miss Podcast about um, Samuel Jackson's character kind of taking me out of it. Interesting. Until it, it was his lisp that honor, yeah, honestly it's, it's really it bothered is, me. That lisp. Okay. But it was until I read that, you know, the whole movie is a very, um, uh, like, tipping of the hat to James Bond film. Yes. I mean, it, it uh, consistently. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it talks about how in the villains in James Bond movies that they have some type of dysfunction or something physically um, wrong with them. Right. And Samuel L. Jackson actually had a lisp when he was younger. Really? And was joked on for it. And in the first take that they took, that he, like in the movie, he was never supposed to have a lisp. That's not how okay. they wrote the movie. Okay. But in the first take that they did um, with Samuel L. Jackson, he had. He did it with he the did lisp. It with the lisp and then talked about it and then was kind of like, you know, in James Bond movies, this is what. And I just feel like overall, this would add. So I think, you know, and I'm a, a huge person on knowledge is power. So I think understanding why has given me a little bit more of like, okay, I get that now. There's a purpose for you doing that, okay. which makes, yeah, definitely... it, it makes it okay for me. Yeah. Right. Makes it not so much a problem. Had right. I known. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It kind of um, So. Yeah. Yeah. My problem with the film is no longer a problem. Nice. Yeah. And ultimately, like, I love the fact that, like I told you, um, the church scene is one take. Amazing. 80% <laughs> um, of Colin's. First? Yeah, yeah, of his, like, uh, he did himself. 80% yeah. of his scenes. Oh, the stunts. Yeah, yeah right, of his right, stunts. Right, right, right. He did yeah. himself. And to me, like, him. that's amazing. I mean, like, they talked about how he um, prepared and got in shape. Yeah. You know, so that it. he could sit here and play this character. And we're talking about a 54-year-old man. Exactly. Like, that in a is movie some... with a lot of CG. Yeah. Yes. That is some, like, 
you know, that, dedication. that's yeah, that's, that's dedication. That's, that's man wants an Oscar. No, <laughs> well, see, that's my. Well, he's won one. I know, but I'm just speech. saying, you know, because of talking about, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. what we were talking but about. See, that's the but good thing ultimately, about it's, actor. A, it's a really good movie. Like it, it sits there and it does hit all those things. It has yeah. the funny points. It has, you know, the drama with the, the drama the. All of it yeah. rolled into one and and sword. does go back and kind of tip its hat to yeah. those James Bond movies, which, you know, hey, if you can do that and you can do it well, then hands down to you, I'd say go see it um, in theater. Definitely worth your money. Hell, I'd, I would probably see it again, to yeah, be honest. I would. Like, it's, it, it just really... It, it's worth my money. It really is. Yeah. And I feel like if I went back and I watched it a second time, I probably missed things. One from laughing to not, you know, there's so much, so many things that go on throughout the movie yeah. that are just golden. And they, you could tell that they ultimately took time. There's reasons why things happen. There's reasons why there's certain things placed within a scene. Nice. So three people say go see this in theater. Yeah. Um, our next movie that we saw were what well, were um, what am I the grammar from the book? Um, yeah, exactly. We saw a little movie called Fifty Shades of Grey. You did. Now, to give you a little backstory about Fifty Shades of Grey, last year yeah, this was the biggest trailer on YouTube. Yeah. It had the most views, outdoing the Avengers, outdoing Star Wars, outdoing all these things. All these people wanted to see this trailer. Uh, and before that, it was a huge phenomenon in the book world. Like, it was a big trilogy that uh, came out, and it really sparked with the women's. And uh, right now, I'd like uh, Miss Brooke over here to go ahead and tell us what the movie was about and uh, what she thought about it. Okay, so this movie is about this girl who has to step in for her roommate friend um, to do this interview with um, this big-time billionaire that runs his own company at such a young age and you know her roommate's sick so she's like okay yeah sure I'll do it for you she doesn't really care you know she's not a journalist her friend's a journalist but she um she's you know she goes and does this interview and she feels this connection um with this guy who with this billionaire and it's not about you know, the money at that point, it's about this feeling that she has with him. And ultimately, um, he kind of feels the same thing, too. You can kind of see, you know, with the reactions of one another. And they get into this kind of physical, like, I don't want to, I don't know if I say battle or, like, you can see it between them. Like, you can see how they feel towards each other. Right. Um, and he kind of shows up. Um, where she works because, um, you know, and, and kind of buys these things in the hardware store and it like illuminates power, yes. you know, um, and then kind of tells her, you know, I, I need you in my life type thing and kind of alludes to his world of bondage and of hard sex, hard sex. Yeah, essentially. Um, hard and sex. then he finds out that. She's a romantic. Yes. And a virgin. Yes. And is... What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome back. Welcome yes. to the V-Card. Spoilers. Yes, so, I know the V-Card. Crazy stuff. 
So he backs away. He's yes. like, I can't do this to you. This. I don't want romance. I can never do romance. I don't. Yeah. I want nothing to do with it type thing. I am not the person for you. Right. But he realizes he cannot get away from her. He is obsessed with yeah. her. And they have this connection. So he kind of, he has rules that he follows and there's a whole contract and he wants her to sign this contract. Yeah, you but have he, to sign a contract to bang him. Yes. Because oh, he's remember they did that in Alan McBeal with uh, he's, yeah, um, the Asian lady. Yeah, because I mean he he's ultimately very he's famous. A, yeah, he's famous. He's a built oh, billion, billionaire. He has never been seen with a with woman. A, woman. a lot um, of people thought he was gay in the movie. Yes. So you know, he he starts breaking his rules for her because he has this obsession. It's yeah, yeah. and it's not necessarily yeah. this sexual obsession. It's the fact that they there's this chemistry of something between them that you really don't get to know. I, I have a lot more insight because I've read the books. Um, but, you know, they, they go through this battle back and forth and trying to work it out and her trying to understand his world. And they she he takes her into the quote-unquote uh, red room, yeah. um, which is where he has all of his whips and his um, contraptions and his all the bondage and... Everything like that and kind of exposes her at first just to look. This is my world. What do you think of it? And just to look. Just take, yeah, take I mean, it really it. was because browse around to and he, like at that point, what, I think when he showed her, he Does did not know fit? she was a virgin. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I just need to know what your what your hard items of cannot do. Um, and she's like, but I, I don't know. And he was like, well, just think about what you like. And she's like, Spoilers. I don't know because I have not had Six. Spoilers. She says no anal or vaginal fisting. <laughs> yeah, she does. That's a legit gimmick. That's a hard. I mean, limit. it's your first time. Yeah, you gotta be. Um, easy. but you, gotta work you know, and I, they kind of go through this back and forth thing, and um, heads up, it is a trilogy. It is a trilogy. The movie. They already gri- uh, I, I'll get into this yeah, in yeah. my review. But I'm saying the the story itself the is, story a is a trilogy. Trilogy. When they right, made right, the right. books, the books. Are in a, a trilogy. trilogy form. It's fifty Three shades books. of gray, then yeah, well, more gray, almost. more oh, God, gray, and then the I, I think it's I gray. Mean, really fucking gray. <laughs> it's the last one. The clouds are gray. I'm and there's learn. a line in the movie um, do they do the that says, "I'm <laughs> kinda, kinda." <laughs> he says, "I'm fifty shades of fucked up." Yes, and he and, and his name's Greg. And so, Zach yeah. looked at me, and I was like, "That's an that's an actual line." I was like, holy shit, he said um, the line that everybody fucking says. From the from the book, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But ultimately, you know that there's a battle back and forth. I don't want to give away um, okay. but so as much. As a movie, as a movie, what did you think? As a movie that you saw. Okay, as a movie that I've seen, um, I thought it was good. I mean, if, if you go in knowing what you're going to watch, like if you think you're going to go in and watch this romantic movie, you're going to... Don't get yourself twisted. It is what it is. It, yes, there's going to be bondage. Yes, it's going to be those sexual. those sexual tension type scenes. Yes, you're going to see boobies. boobs nonstop throughout the movie, which there's is what of kind of kicks me because of so I, many guys complaining about the movie. And I'm like, yeah, really? That's how I feel. Did you watch it? Because if you watched it, you would have seen boobs throughout the entire movie. Boobs. So why are you going to sit there and complain? Yeah, there's more boobs. Um, a lot of boobs. So, you know, I... I he, and, and another complaint is about the that it's the 
the books them, themselves yeah. are written, written poorly. Poorly. Like there's a lot of grammatical right. errors oh, really? which yeah. really pluck my nerves. A, well, that's that the thing though, like anymore, it seems like And I'm like I don't, I don't understand how you really get through publishing and a book. See that news article Exactly. Everywhere. But you know what though? So here a, but here's my thing though. Guy. How are you going to compare yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like in the in the movie they were like, "I were going to go to bed with you." Right, right, right. right like right. that's probably a legitimate line right. in the book because it was grammatically uh, fucked up. Right. Okay. Right. Um. But in the movie, it wasn't like that, and it bothered me because people are like, "Oh, well, you know, um, I hear Christian badly as Christian Gray. Um, what? Who's the guy? Uh, Jamie." Doran. Yeah, Jamie Doran, who plays Christian Grey, yeah. was unrelatable. Like you couldn't you couldn't get any feelings out of him. Right, 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 right. Uh, hello. You weren't supposed to. Like he's supposed to be standoffish. He's supposed to be you can't under, you don't know what's going through his mind. At the right. end of the day, um you know, uh uh Steele, Anastasia Steele, uh, who's played by Dakota Johnson. She doesn't understand, and she's living it. Right. So you've got to realize, like, that he's doing his part. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of flack that I don't understand. As long as you go in knowing that it's very sexual, that there's the language there, that he's not going to be saying sweet things to her. Right. Yeah, that's what you're going to get. But I will give you this as a big spoiler. If they do the trilogy... Yeah. You will eventually see him evolve. Okay. Um, He's a mutant? Like X-Men? Yeah, yeah essentially. Oh, no, I mean, uh, there's there's a lot of backstory that it kind of alludes to in this one. Right. That, um... All right. <coughs> we'll get to. So... In the other ones. Now, now you got the girl mm. who read the book, knows yeah. everything. Now it's time for the guy guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you have not read the book? Never read the book. Never read any of them. Did you? You pretty much went in knowing nothing. It's a I, sex movie. I pretty much went in knowing he's going to be a freak. Yeah. Like I. You was, have the trailer was, and that's it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to be quite goddamn honest with yeah, you. Please. Um, I like the movie. Sure. I liked it. It, it, it. See, going in knowing it's about a bondage movie or whatever yeah. it is, the fact of the matter, it's still about two characters connecting. Okay. When right. you see Sleepless in Seattle, it's mm -hmm. two characters trying to connect. When you watch You've Got Mailed, it's two mm -hmm. characters trying to connect. Yeah. Like, the the sex part of it is a very big plot mm -hmm. to two characters trying to get involved with each mm -hmm. other. And, and it becomes an ob right. obstacle at some point. But yeah. my thing is, while watching it, it was really fucking funny. I, w I was watching it, and the whole time I kept saying to myself... This is how Batman would fuck. Like the entire time. <laughs> like the no entire lie. Time. No, no lie. I'm watching the movie and I'm like, holy shit. I swear to you, this that was is, the like, first thing Like if I ever have to watch this, that, it's, it's the almost going to ruin the movie the for me. It now. almost does. Because like, I, that's all I'm going to think. 
the entire time I watched it and I st- in my mind I stopped 1989's Batman when he meets yeah. Vicky Vale and then I put this movie in and it's up into the scene with the oh, Joker Jesus. like that's what it oh, is the God. entire time I'm watching oh, I'm man. like fuck this guy could be a killer Batman because like he is playing Batman he's yeah. playing Bruce. he's brooding and that's, he's all, and that's all my problem is the fact that we walk around talking about how motherfuckers are Batman is this yeah. that and the other thing and when you see it in a different essence, you can't see that? No. You're a fucking, you're just literally hating the hate. And this is my big fucking problem, too, yeah. is that the movie ends on a cliffhanger. Holy shit, does it end on a cliffhanger. Yes, it does. My ass even sat there, and, I, and I'm the first fucking words that came out of my mouth were, oh, don't you fucking do it, and it did it. It fucking ended. <laughs> and I was like, you got me, you bitches. Because here's my thing. I did, you, did you pull the, the Dante, uh, like at the end of uh, the Morad story? What? Well, did he come or not? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It's just something you don't tell. It. <laughs> Here's my thing, though. Oh my God. This thing is called a worldwide phenomenon. Oh. Everybody knows what you're the getting The movie into. or just the Everything. What are we talking the about? Book, the book is one well, I know of the, the book highest is. selling motherfucking yeah, yeah, thing the in the world. The, the trailers world. watched a billion fucking yeah, that's true, times. I guess so. Every fucking woman went in there knowing there are three parts to this. Yeah, yeah. I am sick and fucking tired of hearing people complaining about going to a movie ending. that is a cliffhanger ending. You watch TV every goddamn week. You watch 22 episodes in yeah. a season. Do you not watch that show of Walking Dead and go ah they didn't solve it yeah I am tired of this bullshit and that's my biggest complaint of fucking people going and I I don't mean to come off sexist about this but this is where the fucking it comes in fucking women going in there being like I can't believe it ended like that you're telling me hold you on, didn't hold go hold with three other girls well, yeah, that convinced no. you to go? How do you wait? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you know women are saying that first of all? Fucking because there weren't any other guys. The male domination <laughs> is going to see this. You're telling me the ticket sales to this movie were fucking 50-50? Yeah. Okay, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay, when it ended, did I, was I the one who was like, oh my God, why did it end like that? Or was it you? Oh, it was me. Okay, that's but, enough said. Enough said. I don't need How it anymore. Oh, so you don't want to have a conversation because no, I'm, I'm going to prove you wrong. Prove How wrong. many okay. fucking men were in that theater? I saw quite a few. I okay. felt very awkward because okay. there was a grandpa so this, right up close really to me. Would you really fucking say that it was 50-50? I don't, I don't, I do not remember. So you're, okay. I don't remember anybody freaking out. Let me go this. You don't? Because I do. I remember everybody standing up going, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, there was a few. Are you fucking kidding me? Now, let's fast forward because we saw it on a sneak preview. Let's go to Friday. There wasn't a fucking 10% men in that line. It was women just like Magic Mike. Women galore, dressed to the T, ready to see this fucking movie. Okay, nice. so then 
That's what I hear. And that's the complaint that I fucking see. That's the problem. I I am defending this movie because my thing is this. I am tired of anybody, not male, women, whatever, going to movies being like, I'm tired of cliffhanger endings. Fuck you, okay? That is fucking done. There's going to be a completed story, and you're going to pay the money to go fucking see it, okay? You knew what the fucking subject was, so don't go into this fucking movie being like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe they showed so much fucking tits. I can't believe there was so much sex. What did you expect? Yeah. Or the fact that what irks me is that when women or men go in and being like, this is a disgrace. Like, how can how can people how can this be a phenomenon? How can right. people want this? This is demeaning. This is seriously. And this is what I will say: if you feel that ultimately his only feeling for her, for her and her only feeling for him is about sex, right? Then, then you, you need you need to take a step back and look right. in the yeah. mirror. So, you know, ultimately, if that's what makes them feel better about the situation, about their sex life, then that's on them. That's not what you're to be judging. Like, ultimately, the reason that it is is because it's something different. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's going to get flack because it is something different. It's something that isn't hasn't been out, hasn't – the reason that it was – the turning point is because it was a new genre. Right. Quote unquote for it to be acceptable. That wasn't right. porn. Well, yeah. yeah, and that's what and that's what you bring up a great point of how I felt. It was like we okay, there's nothing new in Hollywood. There's right. fucking nothing new. No. We all get the same story. The story we just saw was the same fucking story that we'll always get, except it's in a fucking bondage. Fucking, yeah, yeah, the universe. guy likes to fucking be naughty. Yeah. And that was a good take on an old story. It was yeah. like, okay, how are these two guy going meets to... girl. And see, and girl, this girl gets girl. whooped to shit. This is my problem <laughs> the because there's a scene at the end <laughs> that is very dramatic. Yes. Yeah. And my thing is, and this is why I hope that they honestly, I mean, and I, I think based on the numbers that they've gotten, right. would make a the rest of it because there are limits in him evolving and understanding because ultimately he looks at it as this is all that I am capable of. Yes. I cannot be capable of more than just physical. And what gets him with her is because he wants that physical, but he realizes that there's something more. He has to be near her. Yeah. And the only way that he knows how to function is in that physical world. And what you will see evolve is him with that it's right. more than just that physical. I, it, it, it boggles my mind. That and you course. have to put the grammar. You have to put the, all the – all the Put the book out of the, the – the book has nothing to do with this. Exactly. The book has – You have got to put that aside and you have to realize what it is, what it is, and ultimately understand that there is – an evolving character within I, it. I'm going to call it out right now because here we go. L.A. Uh, E.L. Brooks. Is that who wrote it? Uh, yes. Yeah, the sounds, book? Yeah, That's the person who wrote the book. Yeah. The person that wrote the fucking movie is yeah. the person that wrote Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. Okay? Which is a well-written movie, which is a well-written screenplay. E.L. James. This, e. L. E. L. James. E. L. James. Right. So this screenplay is written you by a person. You just wanted to put me in it. Uh, so my thing is, 
It's fine. It's fine written. It's fine. It's yeah. two characters that I could get behind because yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, the girl in the movie, Dakota, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's going to be a huge fucking star. She's She's hosting hosting SNL. SNL later this month. My thing is, is that this movie isn't bad. I'm not saying it's my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. No. I'm not saying it's going to even fucking be top Anything, yeah. 15, whatever. What I am saying is, I went to the theater, I enjoyed it, and I would have been willing yeah. to pay money to go see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, we saw it as the uh -huh. preview. I'm so right. excited. Right. Wait, Final question. Questions? Final question. Oh, okay. God. All right. What's your question? Spank End of the book. Spank me. Uh, the first book or whatever that uh -huh. obviously has some kind of cliffhanger or something to. Yeah, it actually ended okay. the exact same way. Oh, so the movie and the book end the same way. Yes. Even uh, why are you gonna question? Because right. I mean, come on. Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah, I it was the question. <laughs> the question. I, I was, think his question the was, the is there going to be the a movie different or you know like? No, no, no. It was the same. It was apparently, it's the same. Oh, okay. Got so it. even more reason for you to be a fucking idiot. I don't know. I just say, here's my. I'm not saying going to the theater. I believe see yeah, it. it's been a while since I'm not, I read it. I'm not looking at you saying, Andy, you need it. to go see this yeah, movie. Yeah. What it, I'm saying is, if you have interest of seeing this movie, yeah. it's worth going see. It is. Yeah. And that's the that's. And my whole thing is, and this this is my problem. Don't read into where people are being negative about it because yeah. I, ultimately I feel like there's part of people that that are being negative because they like be don't want to say yeah. that they were that they liked a bondage movie. Right, and that's where I'm like they don't want to fucking hear that. Oh, you went to that movie and you liked it. Yeah. yeah. What does that say about you? Are you into those kind? Like yeah. that's better what they don't I want their husbands finding out yeah, that. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You know, I'm just shooting you down because I don't know why, but I'll go watch somebody else do right, that. Right, right, right. I mean, it, yeah. I I think that more people would enjoy it if they ultimately knew, like going in. I didn't, it boggles my mind how you don't know what you're going in to see. Yeah. Because I mean, it's pretty. It's not uh, exactly a chick flick, <laughs> right? Even I mean, though it is, but yeah, but yeah. let me just tell you, yeah. the the lines. To see that movie yeah. when we went to go see oh God, Kingsman oh on Friday God. was yeah. in the two the two lines at AMC were for uh, this movie. Yes, yeah. Yeah. What, both sides. What numbers did you end up coming up with for uh, box office? Box office had made eighty-one million for the weekend. That's insane. Mm. Um, but that doesn't count today. I don't think they have those numbers up. Yeah. Um, but if they do, I'll let you know right now. Because uh, yes, a, they do. Oh, uh, it me. has made ninety-four million dollars. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Because on uh, the box office for uh, the IMDb, it says that it's ninety-four thousand. It's ninety-four million. But it's um, gross worldwide. It's two hundred and sixty-six million. Jeez. Yeah. Two, first weekend, Jack. Yeah, yeah. That's one weekend on a forty million dollar budget. budget. They that's can Marvel make, money. Now they they have said that they're making the other two. Yeah. Oh, they have. Okay, good. They've already said. Let me tell you this: just do the same fucking budget, you lose no money. Right. Yeah. You right. literally lose no, no money. money because just on cost, opening it's, weekend. Of it's this. going to take you one hundred twenty million dollars to make yeah. it, and you've made all you need back. Yeah. Yep. So you right. know what? F you world. And that's Zach profit. saying it. Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you for this fun, fun episode. Yeah. Um, Muy sure interesante. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you... I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was for the shade of the book. Um, Make sure you come out to the slot. 
Comedy Smackdown. This Friday February 20th, night. Friday night at uh, FM on Grandy. 